The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. You're tuning in right now to 102.4 The Buzz. I mean, we should really come up with something. We need a a radio call number. (laughs) 96.4 Laser Radio. This is Rick in the morning. With me as always, it's the laugh girl, Eleanor Kerrigan. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Comedy Store Podcast, guys. Uh, We got... The great Tony Hinchcliffe with us. Tony Hinchcliffe. The golden pony himself. The golden pony, yes. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, they call me that sometimes. It's good to be here. Who gave you that nickname? Believe it or not, it's a weird, boring story. It was Benji Aflalo because they used to play Risk in the main room, green room back when the place was insanity. Uh, Sometimes they were on stage in the main room playing. (laughs) Yes, I do remember that. I mean, they were everywhere. And that's back when I was sort of like living here, half living here and uh, working here continuously. I was like, you know, one of the main phone guys. I feel like around then. And yeah, so they would be playing Risk and I had no idea what was going on. I don't know anything on the board, but one day I came in the main room, green room and I was like, hey, who's the golden pony? Because there's some piece that I guess isn't really a player's piece, but it's just some piece. And Benji said, you're the golden pony, Tony. Oh, and um, it flowed nicely. And then he goes, I think that's a great nickname. I'm going to call you that from now on. And I didn't like it at first, but <laughs> then I sort of, then it grew. grew on me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, you know what? That does, it flows too good to not love. Yeah. It Other is, people loved it. It is a cute one. I like it. It's adorable. Golden pony. Yeah. Um, so that's nice that Benji did that. He's good with nicknames, I guess. I, I feel sad for me because it, the, the golden dick Rick is the only possible rhyming Oh, is that what is that your nickname? I, I mean, it, it should be. be. The problem is, I never, uh, I never intruded on a board game. I think so. I was never <laughs> given a nickname properly. Do you ever intrude in like an orgy or something? Because then you can get it. Like I've, that. I've seen it a couple times, but no one was calling me the Golden Dick. <laughs> it was usually like, "Could you get out of here, creep?" <laughs> Did you ever have any nicknames around here? No, not uh, really. Uh, I mean, excuse me, Shermanator. Yes. Ah, I have heard that. <laughs> yeah, Dice called me the Shermanator. And then Actually, w- it was me. He didn't even know the movie, and then I he showed didn't. it to him, and then he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's him. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he, I feel in a lot of ways like he didn't, he didn't even know what he was saying. He just thought it sounded funny. Yeah, he liked it. It was just an idiot, but. Uh, um, other than that, just Don Barris, I don't think has ever called me anything other than Darnell. Oh, like yes. still to this day, like I could just be talking to him as me, and he'll be like, you crazy Darnell. <laughs> I'm like. Okay. Well, that's your characters. So. Yeah, it was. I don't have any characters or any nickname. You never had a nickname. I don't. Once Mitzi called me Flo, so oh, that worked out. Oh, that's right. Um, but that I don't. Someone I don't know. else was talking about calling you Flo. I can't remember who it was on. Yeah, uh, I can't either. But she because she I don't. She just never mem- remembered a, a waitress's name ever. Mm. Like that wasn't her thing. She never was friends with a waitress. But she and would she was, still say names. Kind she would of. try and give it a shot. Yeah, no, she would say that one or the blonde. Get rid of the hoary looking one. Like right. it was always something 
whatever but she was like flow from me. the tv show yeah i the what is it mel's diner something i, I don't know what it's called i just but know that that's a line because of dumb and dumb she has the big hair yeah, yeah she has the big hair that's all i remember because i had to look it up <laughs> i was like who the fuck is flow uh oh look that's it pose God for the camera damn. there's another picture uh, that we'll never see you no know, but at least britain puts them up six uh, favorites on twitter six Tomorrow. favorites <laughs> at i'm least. excited that is for sure six likes for sure, you got it. The social media here at the comedy store is a fun thing, right? It's, it's a good one. Look at it. Always yeah. a pin tweet of something obnoxious. <laughs> Somebody that's like never here. Yeah, that's oh, the look, way to do now it. Now they're coming in to oh, do shit. it. That's when you know it's serious. Uh, a bottle of water in the back could, pocket, yeah, like well, a greaser. In case he has a greaser. <laughs> what size? No, is he a social or a greaser? What do you think? It's tough I, to say. He might be a social. I think he's a. He soch. should have a. Someone Did you ever see f- the Outsiders? Yeah, a long time ago. I do think it's hilarious. It like we did? <laughs> no. No. He's younger. That was young. See, like, you when you guys were young, there was only, like, so many movies. That's true. Amen. There was only, like, so many. Like, and now it's, like, Ugh, every. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> there was, like, eight movies. Yeah, yeah. And they were, like, giant. Now it's, right. like, every channel does their own movies. Like, it that's is crazy. so nuts. They have if lifetime you think about the movies. amount of content that used to come out and what how it comes out now. That's, it's fucking. I mean, there used to be three channels. Right. That shit's so weird. Yeah, like an 80s comic that's like a superstar. You're like, yeah, no shit, fucker. Three choices. nobody else to look at. Three choices or you're reading a book. Ugh. What yeah. is up with Ugh. that? Who could read? I remember that's reading no like a 1,500-page uh, book during the summer one time because I was so sick of watching just the 10 of us reruns or whatever oh the fuck was God. on. It was just like, no, I'm going to read I'm gonna read The Stand. And then my mom you was like, did? what are you doing? I'm like, I'm reading. She's like, okay. <laughs> I think they were very worried about me. My mom <laughs> would have definitely been like, "What? What happened? Who did this to you?" <laughs> yeah. Like now, if a kid reads a fifteen hundred page book, he's probably about to sco- shoot up the school the next For sure. day. Yeah, like, right? It's just insane. He's got his plans yeah. secretly written on pages. No, I'm reading the book. It's just, just all the pages ripped like, out in his little. Like, my God, this is the longest murder diary I've ever seen. <laughs> well, I picked a long book for a reason. I had a hit list in high school. No way. Yeah, and uh, it was just like whenever someone would piss me off, I'd be like, putting them on the list. And so I had it hanging up in my locker. And then uh, Columbine terrifying. Columbine happened <laughs> two weeks before I graduated high school. Okay. And uh, the day after the assistant principal came up, because I'd always talk about my hit list very publicly. <laughs> and so when I got to school in the morning, he was standing by my locker. I'm like, oh, what's Mr. Lede doing? And then he was like, yeah, you got to take down that hit list probably. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even get to finish it, let alone, you know, take out a few people. But it's a different neighborhood. We never write it down. Just keep it here it's important. in the mind. No, you. it's important that you <laughs> yeah. Can't write a, it keep down. a record. In Philly, we get tattoos of our, of our hit list. <laughs> never forget. You can't write it down. And after we off. get you once, after we cross you off, there's more room for another line. We'll cross you off again. You know, my favorite thing is this kid we grew up with. Well, he was a little older than us, but he was like a nut. Is amazing. You have a never ending ball. Honest to God. We were just. What was his name? It's always like a Ricky and a Mario. It was a Mario. Mario. It was worse than that. This is Mario number 17. You had more <laughs> Mario's. Right, than, Mario, you had least. more different Mario's than Nintendo. That's so true. true. I started Nintendo. I came up with it with all my Mario's. She's, what's Super weird, Mario. She, she's willing to admit that on the video game it's Super Mario Brothers. But kind of. In real life, in they're my Mario's. neighborhood, it's Mario. You, How do you say it? It's Mario. Like, are you kidding me? Mario. It's Mario, Mario to you. Mario. 
It's only Mario to you. I hate you. Always <laughs> Mario. Mario. Oh. <laughs> hey, Mar. Yeah. Mare. I can't even imagine saying, if I went home and I was like, hey, Mario, I would get fucking shot. <laughs> they, should, they would just beat you. So they would be like, and one of them's a cop. One of Mario? my exes is a cop. He would be like, the fuck is wrong with you? She's one of them so now. She's one of them West Coast queers now. Yeah. She said Mario. I forget I pronounced something wrong, and, and my friend Chris Kaznet was like, what, what are you going to say next? Hoggy instead of hoagie? I was like, no, it's not that Hoggy. graphic. All I said was water. So I'm I would sorry. say sub sandwich. He gets so angry. Yeah, who calls it a hoagie? Yeah. Uh, I'm I gonna do. go get a hoagie. Oh, you do? A hoagie, yeah. Wait, In what South did you Philly, say? It's hoagie. Yeah. Hoagie. Ho- hoagie. Who? That's how you do the South Philly accent. They're going to get hoagies. Wow. Wow. <laughs> They're just like right. retarded New Yorkers, kind of. Hey, come on, man. Don't start a fight. Um, I have to get Spanky out here. Spanky was the Spanky guy I was going to talk about. No, no, no. Oh. This, uh, this guy, he had his girlfriend's name tattooed on his arm, and then they broke up, so he just put an X through it and put the new one under it. And it was yeah. it was up to like four before he passed away. But he, he didn't like go over them. <laughs> he would just put an X that's the way to do it I was like holy shit show so the you world wanna... your mistakes don't hide who you are put a little I don't know put a skull a over dragon. it or something. put a dragon put a snake he I... just kept crossing them out didn't Pete cover up something with a owl yes what did he cover up uh, it was I like can't... a tribal he gave himself yeah, or something it was really bad I think he like, oh, well, like gave it to tribal. himself in prison with yeah, like yeah, an ink right. pen and Those a fucking metal rod or something some of the ones in prison <laughs> In prison are good. Some of the Marios have gotten good ones. No, no, no. My other ex, <laughs> the other one from out here. <laughs> the, the only non Mario you've ever gone out with. Uh, yeah, it was a different name, but yeah. <laughs> but was, somebody was like, "Oh, who did your tats?" And he was like, "Oh, I got him in prison." And I was like, "Oh, fuck." Oh god! Yeah, say made, that out loud. I made a right decision here. <laughs> hey, mom, guess who I'm bringing home? <laughs> there was this one guy that my brother was friends with when I moved out here in like 2006 or whatever, and um, he got a tattoo that said "Forget 2006" or whatever <laughs> year it was for, "Forget 2005," whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, check out this tattoo," and it's across his leg. It's huge, like across the whole "Forget 2006," and I go, you know. Man, dude, what happened in 2006? Right? <laughs> yeah, all for you. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, my grandma died. Oh, Jesus, oh Jesus, this guy. How, first of all, is there any worse way to to conversation forget 2006? Right yeah. You're gonna than, have to remember it forever now. Yeah, yeah. Every I mean, day she was your grandma. You're just well, yeah. You're just having a good old day. Beautiful maybe, sun, sun shining through. You're in the shower. You, yeah. you get over to your left leg. Ah, fuck. So, yeah. Maybe not a not a rest in peace, grandma. Nothing yeah. like that. Just like R.I.P. Yeah. Lady. That was the Nothing. worst. That was the worst year that I want to remember. Forever. Can't even get any vitamin D on it because it just reminds you of 2006. Never forget. At that rate, he's just gonna have a bunch of tattoos of different years. I mean, he's got four <laughs> grandparents, so yeah. If he's gonna honor all of them, yeah, it's every true. major appendage taken. I like this. Do you have I tattoos? Like no, zero. Good None. for you. You? No, Me no, God, no. We're the non-tattoo people. Phew, we're not God. even Jewish. We're not How from weird. Southern California. It's so huge out here. It's out of control. Everyone really I know is. from SoCal has got some tattoo, and it's always something Some terrible. Stupid. Yeah, and people like hang out at those places too. Oh, at the tattoo parlor. Yeah, yeah. we had this guy on Kiltoni the other day that got pulled out of the bucket, and his whole thing was like tattoos, and he did like tattoo material, and he's covered Classic. in tattoos. Right, exactly. Was the random Rocco? people we find. Just kidding. <laughs> and, uh, 
And I'm like, so what do you do for fun, you know, when you're not doing stand-up or whatever? And he's literally like, just hang out at tattoo shops, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't even fucking, I can't even fathom that. Oh, people get addicted. Don't you think they get addicted? I mean, yeah. after a while, it's like. Well, they, they hang out in that, in that with, with other people in that that culture, I guess, whatever it is. It's and then it's like, a, you got to cover it. Every, you got to cover everything, bro. Dude, Express I can yourself. Still see some skin. I, there was some assholes in the uh, OR maybe a year and a half ago or something that were w- too way too enthusiastic during my set to where I wanted to just be like, yeah, dude, just calm the fuck down. Yeah. What I just said wasn't that funny. <laughs> they were just laughing so much more than everyone else. And I got off stage and they're like, we want to pay you to come to our, our shop and do comedy. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, every Friday we hang out, there's like probably 15 of us. I'm like, I'm not coming to your fucking shop. Not we'll already. pay you. I'm like, no, That's not hilarious. doing it. Just loving it. Somewhere in uh, Los Feliz. There you go. Oh, could have been making money out there. I could have. Blew it. Did you make sure the guy wasn't like a filmmaker or anything? Just <laughs> No, I didn't even watch it. Fucking it's so like, Rick. No, you know, yeah, go oh, it is. Right? Right? I know it is so shop. funny. Of course, <laughs> exactly. Oh, Wait, what shop? Uh, they, well, <laughs> I wish you would have asked. The shop is actually Fox Studios. <laughs> uh, we're shopping for uh, new talent, and uh, he was on. He did have. I feel a, like he would speak like that if he did work for Fox Studios. <laughs> he had a, of course, a, show business. He voice. was on yeah. a reality show where they, the gimmick was that they fixed people's terrible tattoos. Oh, it was on like, I know, I've seen that. Like A and E oh, or yeah. something. Fuck like yeah, that. I remember that. Yeah, my ex used to watch all that. But, she loves reality and he, shows. He was going to pay me in tattoos, which was also a nice little oh, bonus. That's awesome. I, was like, I don't have any tattoos. Yeah. Oh, dude, perfect. That <laughs> I'm like, perfect. <laughs> Blank canvas, dude. Blank canvas. You that can start anywhere. So <laughs> Blank awesome. Canvas. That's what how he was going to pay you in tattoos. That was the deal. Oh, that sounds like the worst deal ever. <laughs> I got to go do crowd <laughs> work to 15 Is it dudes. a bump up from pizza or no? Like, Not is no. pizza still... I mean, it is now because I'm diabetic. Oh, so yeah. There you go. Vargas' payment would only kill me. <laughs> yeah, man. Wait, come on, man. What, what year did you get here? 2007. 2007. Yeah. And did you ever do... Because we always joke about the bringer shows. Did you ever do any of yeah, those? Yeah, I had to. I mean... If you wanted to do spots here, you had to back then. That was the only other shows. It was the open mic or that. I only did a couple because I didn't... Of course, you just... Without a bunch of people telling you at once, everybody was falling for the con. I mean, upon the greeting, you just don't know anything else. You're like, "Uh, if I invite five of my busboy and waiter friends at the restaurant I work at and they get $10 tickets and I get to perform like i didn't realize the scam yet at all right yeah and you didn't realize like how frowned upon it is in the <laughs> right. comedy world you're it's just so like sad. everyone must be doing it i bet david tell bringing five friends to perform <laughs> on the show yeah i was thinking like david tell obviously gets you know like he doesn't have five friends. <laughs> yeah <laughs> none of us do by the no, time I we're know at I his know. level <laughs> Um, no, well, so did you work here first? I actually, oh, obviously last Sunday, May 7th, 2007 is when I started. And uh, so I just had my 10 years a couple weeks ago. And I got here comedy to start here. The to comedy start store. here at an open mic on the Sunday night. I signed up, got up, and absolutely, well, I was like sort of obs- obsessively in love with the place before. Like I always had, you know, You've very serious intentions of coming here, starting stand up and always wanting to do it. And probably I knew, you know, going into it that it's what I was going to do. So it was just like one of those things where it's like, I'm going to start at the comedy store, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I had a job, you know, 
Tommy had good taste, so I had a job. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I like what you're doing. There's something oh. about you. I love the way he's got, no, Tony's got buzz, okay? Yeah. There's something. He's got something going on. Tony Why has he got buzz? that? He's, Why has he got that? He's talented, and you can tell by his skin color. <laughs> Wait a minute, Tommy. I don't think that's how you do it. Well, it's not just that, though. It's not just Does that. Does the building like him? Or? The building loves him. He's working <laughs> on his beats. <laughs> Oh man, crushing it! Tommy. It was an anomaly that fucking guy, though. You Did know, he... coming here and meeting him and this guy that's just like pulling his hair back and just sort of like Ugh. completely in control. Like, I mean, it was very bizarre. Yeah, he was the Putin of the comedy store. <laughs> I mean, you just were like, he's in charge. You got to do what he says. Yeah, and he was. He really was. I mean, ten years ago, shit. I, I my brain is dead. I know. I I started ten years ago. My ten year was February. Yeah, that weird? yeah, you yeah. started just a little bit before me. It was exciting, but um, I, I like it all blurs together. I have no idea what year was what. You know what I mean? Like I remember you. I just feel like I was already hosting, and I was like, you were. Oh, I you love were one this of the. You were so one of the cocky. first people Great. to be nice to me. It was amazing. Yeah. Very, very first people. I don't know if you know that or remember that, but it was uh, very like standout. Like, I just remember whoa, people I being like, I think that lady's going to like help me get in there. <laughs> that yeah. lady. That yeah. lady. That's, <laughs> That's fine what it felt me. like. Nobody ever calls me a lady, so I was thrilled with that. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Yeah. He was the kid who was like, yep. That, <laughs> hey, she's that lady's lady. in charge. Get she's your like fingers the... out of her. She's a lady. <laughs> I feel that's just how I feel <laughs> like I, I was. I was so like a buzz and taken back by the place. I was a big Jim Carrey fan growing up and a super nerd about it. And that summer between eighth grade and freshman year for me is when Man on the Moon came out and it like blew my mind even though looking back on it whatever but at the time it was hugely impactful because i sort of didn't realize i knew i'd seen like stand-up specials on hbo and stuff and i've heard about the comedy store through whatever forever by being a big fan of letterman and this and that and jim carrey blah 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 blah. but that movie man on the moon made it like because i was i was following jim carrey no matter what i was still loyal even though it was like he was going through like a patch or whatever with you know what or demise or or just he was, trying, he was yeah. trying to do serious yeah. roles all oh, the time. Oh, right. I so, see what you're saying. Okay, we were so all in love with the goofball at yeah. that point. Yeah, we're like, why isn't he contorting himself? Yep. This is crazy. Um, that's interesting. I never thought of it like that. But yeah, I guess he just wanted to be He wanted to be serious. respected. And he was positive. Like The, the buzz was he's going to get an Oscar nomination for this. And then because he was living the part like... I if think he was, was filming as Clifton, he showed up as Clifton. I thought he was Clifton. terrific, yeah. 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 I thought he was excellent. I mean, I know... I was a huge Andy Kaufman fan, so... Yeah. Well, I, I was after Jim Carrey, too, but to me, it was one of those weird things, because I always liked Kaufman, and I and I did love Jim Carrey, but it was hard for me to not... Like, I couldn't, I couldn't lose myself in, oh, he's Andy Kaufman. To me, it was just like, he's uh, Jim Carrey. Right playing Andy well, Kaufman. But. I had no idea who Andy Kaufman was going wow. into it at all. So after that movie, I became 
just this obsessed freak. Like I, I was telling, I mean, eighth, again, going into my freshman year, I'm telling all my friends like, this guy's still alive. Like I was like a super. <laughs> oh, you bought into the. <laughs> oh, totally. Show. I mean, everything. He because, loves comedy and wrestling. What is not to love about this, this guy? This guy's amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was at the library, like the kid out of a never ending story, you know, just fucking sitting there reading these Andy Kaufman books. Trapped the first in the fun book house that you read, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't even think I realized that the Bob Zamuda was the same Bob Zamuda that made the movie. So the first thing you yeah. read is still backing up that movie yeah it takes two or three books until you realize oh he's probably dead and uh yeah there's yeah. a good chance that this dude died of cancer yeah yeah, yeah. i never got to meet andy but i know bob really well and he's just one of my favorite people because he does tony clifton so shows, loved yeah blow my so mind. loved him so yeah. one of my one of my favorite like first moments when i was working at the comedy store and i was just like this is so awesome was a night that he showed up and it was like Tony Hinch. I mean, Tony, Tony, Hinch. Tony, Tony, Tony Hinchcliffe Tony showed Clifton. up. Yeah. Uh, Tony Clifton showed up and he was with the guy from the Bunny Ranch and oh, two hookers. Yes, yes, yes. And him and Dice got into an argument out in always. the parking lot. They always fight. And these yeah, Clifton's right. yelling about how Dice stole his entire act. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and Dice just telling him what a hack he is. And that, <laughs> it's it, the funniest it, thing. St- I stole your act. You stole Kaufman's act. <laughs> It's going on and on. I was dying. I'm like, this is so great. Yeah. Wow. Because they love each other, but they love the the whole thing. There's the like whole playing gimmick it out. Yeah. is so yep. great. Yeah. I shouldn't say gimmick. That's not right. My one of my favorite impressions is Tommy mixed with Tony Clifton. Well, it's not just that, Mitzi. He's got beats. <laughs> beats, beats. <laughs> um, yeah. So when did you showcase here? I, I we didn't even being... have showcases when I was here. You what? just had to fucking. You had to. What do you mean? You didn't have showcases. I had a showcase. I think you were one of the last people to. I had a showcase. Did you, did you get passed by Tommy by or Mitzi? Yeah. You Tommy. got Tommy. Yeah. Who'd you get passed? I got by? passed by Tommy, but I showcased twice for Mitzi, on tape in the main room. Huh. The well, third I time the I tank. got passed. Mitzi uh, had Tony, seen I showed... me a couple times, but it wasn't. It was never under the guise of an official showcase. Tony, I showed Mitzi Eleanor's tape. She okay. wants to pass you. Wait a minute. Hold on, but... Uh, <laughs> he would do that to me. He'd be like... They oh, did have showcases. Wow. Yeah. I guess I sort of like blocked that out or something. But did That's you... Weird. You didn't do one or I you don't remember? never got one, no. We all... I don't know if any of those other employees got it. Was he giving them the people, employees? Some people did like... Like Tommy would throw them in that late night spot, whatever it was on a Monday or Sunday, because we had the both nights. And then he'd see how they do. And then eventually they he'd pass them. That's when he kind of took over fully passing. I remember when, when he started passing people... He would be like, Mitzi watched your tape and, and yeah. she liked you or whatever it was. And then I remember being like, oh, okay. And then talking to someone being like, hey, congrats on getting passed. And I was like, when, when did you showcase? And they're like, well, he said he showed her a tape. But I have no idea when he recorded me doing yeah. comedy. And then you're finally at Mitzi's house and you notice there's not a VCR in the entire <laughs> yeah. place. Like, Wait a no, second. I just told her <laughs> word for word what your set was. It's a reel to reel. When I'm rubbing Mitzi's feet and I, if I touch the sides <laughs> of my head, I, my eyes turn into projectors. <laughs> Telekinesis. <laughs> and I showed her your set by staring at the wall. I projected it on there. That's my talent. That's why when people call here, I tell them I'm the most talented. <laughs> oh my god, best. isn't that the best? Did you ever get? Well, any Lauren of those? Michaels called here asking to see. He's. It's unbelievable. I mean, what a character. Yeah, what a he was great out of control. 
fucking character. Who, well, who, who wants to come see him? Uh, uh, we wanted to see Rick Inger. Well, yeah. you better get out here and sign him because he's about to kill himself. <laughs> did you know he did that to him? Yeah, you want to make money? Come get this suicidal kid. <laughs> I just remember the guy being like coming to me like, "Hey, you you all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, why?" He said, "Well, I, I talked to the the Tom Petty guy and he said you were gonna kill yourself." I'm like, oh my! Good sell. God. That's a that's good a sell. Great sell. I mean, when you're trying to hook somebody up, that's that's how you do hey, it. Hey, get this used car before it breaks. <laughs> <laughs> the engine is literally shutting down on itself. <laughs> this muffler's well. dragging. It'll be fine. He'll get through it. Oh, I talked to CIA for you. Yeah, I heard. Thanks, man. <laughs> Nailed it. And on it that has pitch. to be CAA. Like, it couldn't be a fucking mom right. and pop shithole in the fucking valley or of something. Course. Hurry no, up no, and CAA. sign them. That's what he says to CAA. And then he sits the 15 tattoo guys right up front <laughs> to, uh, well, I got somebody special here to see, all right? They're going to leave you. a lasting impression. You can get that in Tommy We Trust tattoo you've been thinking about. <laughs> So what, but with just, all that said, he was always so on my side. He defended me a lot. Like I was a buffoon of an employee at times. Like I was good at working here, but I, I would also like were. be when it was dead or when, which was a lot. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I would I'm a, I smoke pot and have some drinks. And you have Huck working here back then. The oh, whole place is a party. I That's back Huck. when uh, you know we were open late. Yes. Yeah. You know. Pretty sure you got diabetes during this era, right? Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, last time I got drunk in my life was with Tony yeah. Renazizi in La Jolla. Oh. Oh, my God. I just remember getting drunk and then eating pizza and then throwing up all night. <laughs> I remember that. I, re- I remember because I remember you being so cool and nice about it. Uh, I remember you having the shower on because we were in the guest feature and opener yeah, yeah. bedroom. And it it was also concerning though too because I was like wow this is such a routine because I had heard of or I think sort of like an open thing a little bit that like you had serious stomach issues yeah yeah that was, that was but we deal. didn't know what it was you were like <laughs> just undiagnosed forever I yeah, yeah. I was just God. I'm like I'll be dead in a couple of years <laughs> that's Shut just up, the way it is but like it was concerning how a uh, routine that was like it was like fuck you know it, yep. it sunk in that like wow he's like he had it like measured out. Because you couldn't really hear vomiting, it was just like a really long shower. <laughs> yeah, for like hours. Yeah, you got you obviously oh like God. really talented at it. I figured Rick, it that's out. So sad. It is. I remember <laughs> I'm in New York with Bobby Lee and Freddie. That's my favorite. And I got, I was really bad. It was like one of the worst I ever I ever got sick. And uh, Freddie had kind of led me astray in what the plans for going to New York were. And he was like, "Yeah, so Bobby Lee wants us to open for him. Got us a hotel room." Uh, you're going to be opening, whatever the deal was. I'm like, sweet, sounds good. So we get to New York, and he's just like, all right, we're going to take a, a, a gypsy cab to the, our, our hotel. All right, he said, where we're staying. And I'm like, oh, all right. And then he's, we get in, the guy's like, where are you going to? And he's like, uh, we're going to something, some street in Harlem. I'm like, well, that's weird. We're performing at Caroline's. Why are we in Harlem? <laughs> and so Freddie had just rented us a room in the basement of a brownstone in Harlem. And first night there, I got sick as fuck, and I... What's a brownstone? It's just like one one of those... Like a roll home, kind of. Yeah, it's just like a three-story brick building where they all have walls connected to your neighbor, basically. The brick is normally brown. Yeah. Uh. So they call it brownstones. And uh, so communal shower, though, with everyone else who was renting a room in the building. And uh, I got so sick that I went in, take a shower, and... 
sometimes it was really bad i had to like take a bath and so yeah. i was at that point of sick and there was no bath so it was just a communal shower and i just turned it on as hot as i could get it and then i just put a towel down on the the ground and i just laid on the ground in a shower in a communal shower and like random people came in and brushed their teeth i was just like curled up like a heroin addict oh the, my god wow and then in the morning freddie came he's like you all right dog I'm like, <laughs> yeah i feel great thank you been like six hours in the shower just laying there oh, Damn. No. yeah oh so then i had i was sick the whole six days throwing up nonstop. uh i would i'd go to caroline's do my 10 minute set just trying not to vomit from the smell of like the fish and chips that the people in the front row were Ugh. eating and then i'd go out backstage and i'd lay on the cold concrete floor in the green room bobby lee would be like you can't die, dude. Listen, if you die, people are going to blame me because I, I was an addict and they're going to think <laughs> I gave you so pills. It's so neurotic. So just, you can't die as long as you're on tour with me. You need to wait. <laughs> I was like, all right, man, don't worry about it. That's amazing. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. And I flew back. Well, you were opening for Bobby, so that's worse than diabetes, I yeah. think. I gotta I mean, be honest. Yeah. He was, uh, he was surprisingly, I guess I'm not kidding. surprising now, but it was like, he was good to me. Like when I explained to him what I'd been doing, I was up all night laying on the. He was like, "Why?" I'm like, "Well, I really need to take a bath." And he's like, "Here's my hotel key. Just go take a bath. Aww. You don't need to host the show. Just go do it." I'm like, Thank you. And then wow. I went to Bobby Lee's hotel room and just laid in a bath for like an hour and then came back. He was like, "Are you better?" I'm like, "I'm a little bit better." Oh, and then like three hours later, I don't was back dying. Don't try to dying. make me like Bobby. I'm not doing it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care what he did about a bath or what. Yeah. I don't care if he. And then he got everyone. He got everyone we know into the comedy store right that after. That is so true. Every time we have a guest on, they're we're like, "Who recommends?" He's like, "Well, Bobby Lee saw me. He brought me to the club for and we're like God every damn. freaking person. He's responsible for at least thirty of the sixty people we've interviewed." Yeah. I don't know if we've interviewed that many. But well, I like it. But it I think made it sound did. more professional. I don't know. We do have a producer that could tell us, but he's just staring into space. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he looks like it's... At least half the time... Daydreaming about my niece or something. No, Creepy. He's, he's checking up to see what his girlfriend that he let move in after three days is up to. Oh, yeah. Spy cameras. You think uh, he's rubbing one out right now? Because I can't see. Complete moron for doing that. <laughs> were you guys were you guys working with him when he fell in love with the Australian girl? No, but I did. I was performing. Was that in the Australia. girl who fell down the stairs? No, no, no. Oh. I was performing in Australia, and uh, d with Dice, and he was. Ari goes, "Oh, I'm going to Australia," and I'm like, "You are?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I leave this day," and he's like, "Yeah, me too." I'm like, "Oh, cool." So he came to see a Dice show with that girl in Australia. He went all the way to Australia to see some girl. Did you get laid? It was like Greece, but one not of the, the best cool months of my life. <laughs> wow, friend yeah. zone you for a month abroad. You seeing me open for dice. That's exactly what I meant. Yeah, I meant <laughs> watching you open for dice. But for a little bit, you thought you were going to marry that girl, right? We never talked about marriage, but I was in love for sure. You fall in love fast. It's really gross. And you guys fell in love like as pen pals or something, right? <laughs> we spent two nights together uh -uh. here in LA. That's when she was so gay. Making Did you really pen pay? We talked, you know, over video chatting and Facebook for six months. What a did you, fucking loser. Did you just utter the words making out into the night? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you said? I believe yeah. two did. nights? It's the name of his album. That's his album coming out. <laughs> making yeah. out into the night. <laughs> the Ari Manis story. Watching Eleanor open for Dice, though, very impressive. Very impressive. I, good you, subject change. Yeah. You know it was what? impressive to your girlfriend that you were able to get tickets. She was obviously a huge Dice You know, she fan. didn't know who either of you were, so <laughs> it wasn't that no impressive. One does. <laughs> But uh, watching you open the shit you had to go through, 
Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Where was, was that? Brutal. Sydney, right? In Sydney, okay. yeah. What did you, you have to go through? I have no idea. Dice fans. They're well, not I, wild. I, that's they the only wild. dice show I've ever been to. Oh, oh, so, I'm used to that. That's yeah, why they, I didn't know what you They like, don't want to see know, anyone but dice. I know they're wild, but they had to have been particularly wild at that show because they were yelling, show us your tits, get off the stage. Oh, yeah, dice, constantly. Yeah, it's they a used constant. to do that to me, too. And she, was so. handling, like, <laughs> and she did good. I didn't mean I'd say that in the sense where she had a bad oh, set. Oh, no, I she got did them down. Good you have to, but that's that every happened. night I open for it's Dice. It's just that it's Australians wow. are disgusting when, animals. As a woman, when you come out before Dice, they're like, oh, is this a sacrifice? Yeah, oh, well, good. We just get to... What would Dice do? <laughs> yell insulting things at sure, her. Sure, we're allowed to rape her, right? Show us your oh <laughs> Does Dice like acknowledge hecklers? Does that happen? Uh, sometimes he, they don't. Yeah. Do they Depends. do it to him too? He, they don't do it to him. Right. Nearly as much. Some people yell it out like, you know, hey, I'm trying to help you be funny, you know, uh, and then he just fucking destroys him. Yeah. There's something you that think Rogan. I need your yeah. help. <laughs> There's yeah. something that Rogan calls uh, Dice mean. And it's like a. It's, he said he would see it in the OR. Like Andrew would be on stage doing his thing, and then somebody would just heckle. Could be a girl, could be a guy, but it was when it was a girl, it was even more like, oh shit. Yeah, because oh, he this just isn't good. He, he would just he was rip so excited to shreds. Yeah, he didn't care. I I, I found uh, a lot more girls talk to me after doing shows with Dice than when I was with Pauly, <laughs> and they'd always come in and they'd be like that. That main the main guy was really rude. And I'd be like, why did you come to an Andrew Dice Clay show? <laughs> the main guy was really rude. Like they just thought they were going. To, they obviously were there with friends or whatever. But it was always just like, I liked you better than the other. He seemed kind of like a chauvinist. So I'd be like, well, really? I don't, People I don't. do it all the time. They're like, I came here with my boyfriend because he knows him, but I never heard of him. But you were great. I'm yeah. like, oh great, yeah, take my Smart. life. Smart. <laughs> So smart. What are those poly? Are the poly audiences? Did you ever tour with Polly? Never. That's another Never little fun fact. There. Is I lived with all those guys that did yeah, continuously. Benji, Sandy. Yeah, Matt. Matt Ager. Yeah, Shit, I forgot. they were fucking terrible. Meanwhile, I was the, the I was the one on the oh, couch. I met Matt, Benji, and Sam. No, I no, like, that's poly crowds. Mean, poly oh. crowds. Poly crowds are the reason why Trump is our president. Okay. It's that same. <laughs> I love in the army now. Or uh, what's son-in-law? That's the one that <laughs> they all love. Son-in-law. Hey, movie. Hey, Paulie, come come home to my house, and we could do a, our own son-in-law movie. And you're like, God, why are we in Shreveport? This this is the Shreveport. worst. Shreveport. I got a script. Wait, so you never opened for Paulie? Never, and I think Who? I think that sort of helped me in a weird way because it like made me really fucking you know. It was one of those things where I'm like, you know, what the fuck? Why is he taking man? all these other people? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy to me, you know, and I really needed it, and it just fired me up, just like you know, I guess all forms of rejection do. Like it has I sort to. of like feed yeah. off that stuff, so you know, in a way where it's like, I'll show him. Right, right. So like, I don't fuck know. Him. How dare I he? Guess I, but you would hear all the horrible stories, and you'd be like, "Maybe I should have." No, it always seems like amazing fun to me that, at that time. Like I would, <laughs> oh, I would I have see. done anything. You're just getting to be drunk and hanging yeah. out here, so right. why not do it on the road? Right, exactly. And the the time or fuck two Missouri or fours. three at that point or four probably La Jolla's I did, uh, you know, during those two or three years of not of wanting to do the road with Polly and not. And um, and uh, what was my point? It was um, I don't know, but I like it. That like it's sort of oh yeah, I just wanted to do it. So even though 
it didn't it didn't seem bad to me at all. Right. Like I would have been back then I would have been happiest little luggage carrying, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. I didn't give a fuck. So but instead you were here hanging out with Austin, yeah. living the fucking Austin. dream. Austin. Oh, we brought him up again. Yeah. I forgot that. I, he was yeah. on a couch in that same apartment. Yeah. I mean that, that's what that, I remember going over to get weed. Yeah. And that was the crew. It was Edgar Sandy, you and Austin. Yep. Like, oh, hey, Rick. <laughs> All right, Austin, is just is Sandy here? <laughs> so annoying. He is. Do you want to hang? <laughs> I just want to get weed and packed a bowl. Yeah. Okay. He's the best. I, I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> it popped up. And I'm like, oh, Austin, he's still wow. alive. And it's all like him doing art stuff. But whenever he posts a creepy picture, I, I screen capture it and I send it to Sandy. I'm like, hey, do you like fucking, bro? And I'll be like, not with you, Austin. Does Man. he still do stand up? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's just a painter now. You know, oh, okay. he found a different. Like an artist. Uh, yeah, yeah, a different format. Well, I told him. You oh, got creepy Tommy. eyes. Go, go get. <laughs> that's, that's what Tommy told me about Austin. He, was, the, he can't go on stage and tell jokes with those creepy eyes. I'll be like, yeah, I mean, he's weird for sure. He really did pick up little stupid things that Mitzi would say. Because, like I said, she would call if she didn't know your name, she gave you a nickname, right? And then she she would do that to comics too. She would point out certain things, like that one's a writer. Look at her thighs. That one's the Classic. he looks like how he do a lot of writers like on the comedy store yeah. these days. <laughs> well, I'm, it was I'm interesting. The only Tommy did something really cool with me that I thought was sort of Mitzi esque, which he got me to acknowledge something blew you. Oh. that uh, <laughs> I should have acknowledged by being shady and going to my friends about it. This okay. is a good one. You guys will like this. So he went to Matt and Sandy and. Uh, Benji and okay. basically was like well Tony's doing good right but I'm not <laughs> this was like a few years this was like when he started passing those guys and stuff and he's like well Tony's doing good but I'm not gonna pass him until he comes out of the closet <laughs> he's gay and like he's being fucking serious to these like guys crazy. who by the way what's you know to know <laughs> how funny this dying, is you really yeah. have to know like I don't know how Tommy missed that I'm like a very horny Italian boy. Like it's a, it's, it's a, it's sort of, I'm just probably shouldn't be saying this on a podcast, but you know what I mean? I like, it's very, you hang out. I mean, I like women a lot. It's very, I don't know how to say, say this without sounding like Donald Trump. (laughs) Right. I like women. I please women. I grab them by the pussy. Right. We get it. But, you know, anybody who knows me. So my point is this, is that Matt, Benji and Sandy are hearing this just trying to not like die of laughter. Exactly. Like, let's get more material. Because that's material. That's hysterical. So cut to check this out. But it works out in a weird, like I said, like Mitzi-esque way, like the stories that I've heard about her. You know, anyway. So Matt, Sandy, Benji, I don't think any of them knew, but they all came like separately within, you know, 48 hours of being blasted. You (laughs) know, Tommy is sticking with this plan. And it all worked. Hey, man, just to let you know, uh, this is going to be weird. You're not, I can't leave. Because then a little bit back then, I was a little bit more like temper. I mean, I was fucking broke and yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. Sure. starving and pissed. Anyway, so like, you know, hey, man, you know, don't get mad or anything. But <laughs> this is weird. I don't even know how to say this, but Tommy is convinced that you're gay. <laughs> right? So this is sort of a cheesy story, but I end up, you know, swirling it around in my head and i'm like you know what it sounds the it sounds like the gayest thing i could do is go up to tommy and just be like i'm not gay what are you telling my friends this but instead 
I fucking acknowledged what he thought was gay about me in a joke form. And it turned into gay face, gay face which bit. was my opening yeah, fucking, solid. it ended up being my gay hello material. that I rode momentum for through, it's basically once I had that and just started clobbering right from the beginning, having a good opener about what everybody sort of, you know, takes yeah. from well, me when they first see me. <laughs> he's not gay, but his face is. Okay? Tommy. Well, in the weird way, he sort of coached me into having a, a, a great opener. Awareness. It, of, yeah, yeah, totally. And it was something that, you know, I had gotten a lot, you know, girls after shows and stuff, you know, like, hey, one question. Before gay face, I would get that a lot too. You know what I mean? So I took Tommy's thing and those things. Well, yeah, because I fucking speak perfect English and I look pretty gay. I look like a gay (laughs) face. Like a chin and like a. And this is before you. This is before you knew. This is before you rolled with Rogan because that would have pushed it over the top. I remember with Ari, that was his thing. Ari's gay. What do you think he does with Rogan? Oh, yeah. What? Uh, he oh, yeah, opens for him on the road. <laughs> Have you seen the picture of his butthole? I, I, no, I didn't see I it. I think I just saw one a couple weeks ago. Ari's, Ari's butthole? butthole, I believe. No. I believe it was There was on, some uh, picture going around. His, with that podcast and he saw they do. It, yeah. And for a solid two to three months, I, I heard Tommy telling so many different people that Ari was gay, and if you need proof, just look at the picture of his butthole. Wait, People would be like, what? Tommy, if you've been staring at a picture of Ari's it's butthole, I'm pretty sure butthole. It, you're his gay. butt does look like a clit. It's very uncomfortable. Every woman, every woman in Jacksonville me. wanted to have sex with me. <laughs> well, I know it was a gay butthole, because when I looked at the picture of it, it started moving and talking to me, <laughs> telling me to put my penis inside of it. I massaged his gay butthole. It had Tony's gay face on it. Wow, between Ari's butthole and Tony's face, I don't know who to put in the 1145 (laughs) spot. I'm giving it to Martindale. He's the only one who's comfortable. He's the only honest one. Wow, his eyes are almost Austin (laughs) Horn-like. No one's going to laugh at your jokes with your eyes that creepy. Like Austin could just turn it off. Like, so That's funny. We look. I got to look this kid up. I can't remember what he looked like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was special. You can. I, I doubt I get any signal, but I'll, I'll see if no, I can find you it. definitely won't. So wait. So you gave in to the gay shit. Not gay shit, but whatever. The gay face. And yeah. then he fell in love with you. Did you guys have a romantic affair after that? Uh, no, I mean, he, he eventually then passed me, and it also was just great to have. How long know? did it take you to get past, like, once you got here? Oh, God, what is that? Probably, I think, uh, f- five years, maybe. Okay, okay. That part I sort of have lost track of, but I think it's Isn't it weird? That. Like, yeah. it just... Go- Cause you was just like I only know my ten year last Sunday because my mom texted me. You know Aww. what I mean? Because she like somehow whatever knew she remembers. that I started. I remember May meeting 7th. your yeah. mom. Yeah, with maybe Joy. your brother. Yeah, you might you can catch Joy on uh, PT's Facebook page. Okay, yeah. she okay. loves loves Pete. Pete. Does she really? Yeah, she she loves. <laughs> and her name's Joy. Yeah. I love that. She's the best. That's my middle name. She's happy cool old lady. Yeah, she seems cool. Yeah, and she always comments on like the best things where you're just like i can't believe someone's mom is commenting on this <laughs> whatever crazy. it is pete's rambling about yeah i remember meeting her in the kitchen with dice and i think your brother oh, that right was so funny yeah that was so she funny. was so sweet what did it what i can't remember what dice did he like wiped his hand or something 
He's an ass. I'm going to put the glove on. Go get your mother. Go get her. <laughs> it was the one he time. He put his gloves on this It was the fingerless. That was the one Natural. time that I went up to Dice and uh, like asked for anything out of all those years. So that was like, that was probably right around then, four or five years in of him seeing me around or whatever. Yeah. And I literally, I remember that going like, hey, Dice, uh, you know me, I'm Tony. I'm always working here. Uh, My mom's here. And it was one of those things where I, you know, wanted to show my mom how cool a place is that I'm working at. Fucking in again, back then. you mean, from how scary it is. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. And again, back then, (laughs) five, six years ago, wasn't, there wasn't like a ton of people coming in. This was like, I feel like Chappelle didn't even start coming back until like five years ago before, um, until after the African break. Thing. Yeah, right. because I was going to say Chappelle was, a long was gap. when I first started here, he was always here. Not always, but when he was in town, yeah. he was here. And Dice is weird about meeting people because like, oh, absolutely. I was, yeah. I was, when I was go, doing shows with him on the road and I, I would like hang out with him at random weird times of night in mm-hmm. LA and mm-hmm. I'd go to Toys R Us with them and do Naturally. weird shit. It's, it's I was here one night it's just... with my roommate Eli and Dice <laughs> showed up and I'm like, oh, uh, Dice, this is uh, my roommate Eli. He goes, is it? <laughs> and I was just like... Uh, the biggest crush okay. on Eli. <laughs> so, sorry, Eli, I don't know. <laughs> then, Eli's the one I had the crush on, right? Uh, Eli, yeah, shorter, probably. darker, are you thinking of Mark? No, you're right. I'm not, no, not Mark. Mark I had a crush on too, but not Eli. Eli I love, but who's the guy? No, I, I'm going a different Sheezer. <laughs> you're thinking about Sheezer. Sheezer. Everyone had a crush on Sheezer. Yep. That's okay. That's yeah. another fun fact during Pretty that whole much. era. During that whole era, living with Sandy and- Mark was one of my favorites, by the way. Just during yeah. like a good dude. During a lot of that shit, John Sheezer kept me alive from giving me food that was left over from the Fudge. college dorm. Yeah, and I'm dude. not even- fu- Pretty I'm, much. I'm not kidding. I know a lot of this story sounds like fucking like- dramatic no but it's he true. literally kept me like alive like meals were going to go missed yeah i i let myself go so fucking broke it was so stupid but, but that's what we do we'll all do it yeah you just Ugh. take i mean like really truly broke like i was like cashing coins same. all the time same me and lex used to dig up old like fine gold and try to sell it <laughs> i'm not kidding like i i sold my high school ring Wow. I'm an idiot. Like I, I, we, we were like, oh, the people are buying gold. Let's fucking see what we have. Remember, I had a unicorn. We melted it down. Remember Tommy's buddy, Tony. Kevin yeah. Riley? I yeah. think that was his name. Yeah. He like worked at some bar in the valley. Hey, man. Hey, I got the script. That dude <laughs> legitimately came up to him and he's like, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, I don't know, probably doing late spots here. He's like, you want to go gold panning? I'm like, what? I got some gold panning equipment. Thinking about going up to one of the rivers in the mountain. Are you interested? And there was a a serious part of me that was like, I bet we'll I bet we'll find gold. Yeah. And then I had to like talk myself like, gonna hang out with that dude. What are you talking to? Right. I would just go for the story. Like, yeah, let's go see what happens up there. Yeah, but a couple weeks before that, he was like, Hey, uh, I wrote this script for Whitney. Do you think you can get it (laughs) to her? I'm like, Why would I give Whitney your script? Just have Tommy give it to her. Savvy. Yeah, was that uh, what Tommy used should. to call her? I forget. He always just like wow. if, if, when I was hosting, he'd be like, "You gotta pull up Whitney," and I'd be like, "Okay," you know, because I was friends with Whitney. I'm like, I don't give a shit. 
Yeah. I went, I'll put her up. And then he was like, she's industry savvy. I'm like, okay, Tommy, I'm not arguing with you. Like, he, he was so used to people being combative with him that he would just, like, come at you like that. He's like, she's working on something. Yeah, Tommy, he would always, again, I'm fine with with me <laughs> yeah, up. I'm good. She's it's a, okay. She's cool. That's fine. Yeah, I got no problem. Yeah, he, I did he a would lot always, of shows with her and Chris. He would always do that to me. Uh, with He would just, like, mention some comic and then tell me about how they're way better at dealing with industry than I am. I mean, I, I know, man. I feel like that's everyone. For that's you and I, everyone, because I'm yeah. pretty bad myself. Well, they, they have what it takes in this industry. Yeah. I'm, I'm I've always just tried to find a way to make fun of it. You know what I mean? Like, I roast the shit out of my manager from the beginning, and I, I made sure to. he was, like, roastable, you know? I, it could... Or, it, you mean able to take it? Yeah, you know what I mean? And just like, I made sure that I wasn't playing a character to those guys. If Especially that makes sense, a manager you know? because they're supposed to be your closest. Yeah. Like an agent, they're, you know. But that industry stuff is weird. You know what You know what else helped a lot was watching House of Cards. You watch House of Cards? I, I, I haven't watched it in a, a year probably, but God. I saw the first two seasons. Yeah, it's fun. It's really good. I, I think gotta it, check it out. I never. Uh, the problem is Kevin Spacey's a gay. Wait a oh, minute, is. Tommy. Is everyone gay to you? You're like my sister Kathleen. Oh, God, God love her. Everyone Everybody except for me, and Chris D'Elia. <laughs> He's got beautiful hair, just like me. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. So, all right. Now let's get back to your. Yeah. <laughs> We're going everywhere. Uh, so you get, yeah, I know. I love it. I don't care. I because I, I love like having people on that worked here, so they know the inner workings of the shit that goes on, the stupid I mean, shit. I was, I was one of few. I mean, I was truly running from phone to phone to OR front to yeah you know, everything. I was changing the marquee every night. I was you know doing it all. Just back then, there wasn't much, but it was a few of us that were pulling a lot of weight. There's yeah, only like seven people here at once. You what know what mean? I mean? It was like Doc, was, me, Jeezer, oh, Halpin, Matt, Edgar. Yeah. But hey, I feel like that's Tony's when... got the front door and that's bullshit because I've been here longer. I ain't yeah. sitting on the back door. <laughs> he always had beef with me forever through <laughs> the whole really thing. Oh, that's one that you guys will <laughs> love. He got me first? some lectures about it's bullshit. They're giving Tony, they're giving Tony the good doorman spots, yeah. but he ain't been here as long as me. <laughs> It's all good, man. It's all you man. It's back a door. fucking door guy shift, buddy. <laughs> Those guys are evil. It's when not we like got you here, made man. money on the door, did you? A little bit, but even when uh, we were dead like that, yeah, like really. now I get it. Now, it got, I, if it somebody got, got shanked right now for that, yeah. I get it. But yeah, towards the end, back then, yeah, not really, not especially in the OR. Yeah, but you want to hear something great? My Please. first day ever here. That Sunday, that first open mic, right? I got here like. Two hours early is like three thirty p.m. Right for the six o'clock sign up. Yeah, and I just wanted it. to make sure I was here, and you know, scope it, it like, all out. I rode a bicycle from the restaurant that I worked a lunch shift at that day. You know, had like a backpack, changed my clothes or whatever at the hotel. It was just sitting around like on that front patio way too early, and then at one point I. I nervously like because I didn't want to intrude so I didn't even realize that that side was a side and that it wasn't even you know I didn't want to like trespass but I, I didn't realize that that was a walkable thing that wall on the right side of the driveway so I start slowly walking back there and I see that belly head headliner room marquee thing from down there and I slowly and I'm just treating it like in my head I'm just hearing like oh 
you know, like this is like this majestic super comedy castle. And I felt like it was the beginning of this amazing thing as cheesy as that sounds, but, and I'm walking back there and all of a sudden I feel like there's just like one car in the parking lot near the dumpster. Right. Try mine. All of a sudden I'm back there and I'm looking at the parking lot for the first time. And I see like the letters on the big cement wall, like Mitzi's limo only or whatever. And I'm just like, holy fucking shit. And then this guy walks out from that back door. He's wearing, I mean, his hair's just swaying in the wind, big, thick black mustache, white wife beater, black pants. I'm like, whoa, this guy fucking must be like the boss he's walking out of that place (laughs) with so much swagger like i mean just like and he's fucking like lighting a marlboro red as he's walking just being the fucking man he seemed like dave grohl to me like i'm like whoa this is the fucking dave grohl the comedy star i'll bet you this is like one of the probably fucking like top comedians probably at the end of his employee ship here like i had like this image of what everything was in my head and it was jimmy pitt I thought you were he was say complaining about he was <laughs> cut to two months later. He was he was already complaining about me getting better spots. Hey, that's bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah, so he did I got, have good hair. You're right. He oh, did have was, good hair. I thought he was. I mean, people and, think and, I'm Eddie Vedder all the time. No, and I was right, by the way. Jimmy. He does look like a fucking rock star in a way. He yeah. does have a good look. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Now I. He's got those Adam Eget eyes. You know, a little, <laughs> like a droopy dog kind of. Is that a song? Yeah. Adam Eget eyes. <laughs> well, they're blue. Uh, on the outside and brown in the middle. Hey, that's bullshit, man. That guy stole my eyes. I got Garland doing my titty fucking. <laughs> oh my god. Hinchcliffe doing You're my front door shit. Yo, there. It doesn't need to be the same joke. I say the word titty fucking. He says the word titty fucking. <laughs> that was like the ultimate, the oh best explanation of all time. I forgot how he says the he word. Was. That's my word. <laughs> Somebody better tell him that during my three-minute spot on Sundays, that's my word. I, I'll I, never I was the first to do titty fucking. <laughs> he was like telling me in Renaissance <laughs> in Buffalo about it. He was like, "What do you mean? Like you were the first person to titty fuck? <laughs> no, man, I was the first one to do titty fucking as a bit." He was like, <laughs> "All right, man." As a bit. Yeah, he. I remember Ari Shafir bringing him up on stage and t- saying how he is the dumbest man he's ever met in his life. <laughs> he could barely complete a sentence. I mean, horrible, horrible, horrible Ari-esque kind of things. And Pid went up and just was like, give it up for Ari. Hey, you ever titty fuck? And like just went right into his act. <laughs> Didn't acknowledge that Ari just basically shit on him in front of 30 people <laughs> oh that's so funny it was pid was so probably pacing great. around in the parking lot not even he wasn't knowing even what's here. going on i think he was in the back but it was just yeah it, of course i was me- <laughs> because someone stole my front door shift <laughs> he was the first oh person God. i ever remember just angrily telling me about how tony was stealing shit from him I'm like what did he take my front door man shit. Oh. And i was like oh <laughs> I've been here longer. He just waltzes in <laughs> here. I'm just so like, dare. And then uh, he obviously he you guys are making him Canadian. I like it. There's I mean. no reason why he shouldn't have been on the back door too, because it's not like Pid was fucking gonna do anything. He's just gonna sit there. And- Yo, Tommy thinks that Tony's the type of face that people want to see when they come to an establishment. I'm like, look at look at me, uh, dude. I got Where that. Where do we at? That's all I remember. I don't too. know what establishment means, but. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? I, I met Ozzy next door thanks to Warlock, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> Best that was night of it. my life. 
A warlock. He dropped a, a warlock. warlock. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah, in yeah, comedy yeah. store the video game. That's automatic victory. Warlock <laughs> has been dropped on the field. That's like, like the magic the... card. <laughs> warlock. He wins. <laughs> Damn it! I just got warlock. Hey, game uh, over. Does someone have an eleven fifteen? Yes, spot? it's eleven fifteen right now. They might be running a little late. Yeah, I think they might. Wait, wait. Hey, as a producer, would you run up and check? Would that be something yeah, you could do for us? Yeah, that'd be awesome. How cool yeah. would that be? Let's see yeah, if Bobby Lee's on. I'll do that for you. Let's see if Bobby Lee's not up there. Fucking around. Don't fuck this how long, up. How dude. long have we been? Uh, forget it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty close. I mean, we're at 55 minutes. So. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can wrap. Whatever. I don't care. I'm enjoying talking what's, to Tony. What's, uh, you got social media? I yeah. know you got, you have two podcasts now? Oh, yeah. I actually have Kill three. Tony. Confession, yeah, three I have three. Oh, I have a the pro wrestling one, also, one with right. the boys, the store horsemen, which we just did a live companion with a pay-per-view tonight so much fun rick wait, you'd you would have so much fun with us wait what you is would kill this one so fucking hard on this show all we do is laugh and riff it's the store horseman we just watch professional wrestling and talk about it and it's the best we're it just cracks us up you don't even really have to be a pro wrestling fan but if you are it's we're, just, we're, you know what we're two days from the anniversary of owen hart oh, 23rd really? coming up yeah yep yep yep, yep. very exciting uh, Only you know time I've seen hard. a Canadian one of, the be- one of the best finishing moves I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's hard? Because I've been doing the commentary for the girls, Wow Women of Wrestling. And last time I did it, it was like a week and a half ago. And I wanted to make fun of it. And I was like, what is wrong with me? I've never, like, I don't know why. I wanted to riff on it and goof on it. And I was like, I can't. I have to fucking call it. Jeff so, Ross is on stage with perfect. the light. Bobby Lee's Perfect. Nice. Thank you. Oh, so you got a minute. Yeah. All right, good. But we'll still, we'll get Ten it going. Minutes. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you, Ari, for yes. your help. Unbelievable. Was, Most very professional. professional. I'm very no proud problem. of you. You know, I'm just trying to do my part so that one day I could just be with you guys. Yeah. You, you okay. just, that was you know, so creepy. And everyone knows it. And, he, yeah, he knows. Because he was it. telling me earlier that there's a lot of fans that just listen through the end of the disclaimer and then they, they tune out after that because they just like hearing his voice. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a disclaimer, Tony. Did you oh, know that? Really? No. We, yeah, t- we, got we talked a lot of shit and uh, mainly about Jill Allen. <laughs> and then wow. she contacted the comedy store lawyer. I believe fellatio was had, and now there's a disclaimer. <laughs> that does see that's what? an accusation. Oh. That's allegedly what yeah, you're saying. Exactly. Those are all allegedly. What does the disclaimer say? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! You're kidding me. No, right? we have to. The lawyer made us. All right. What does the disclaimer say? Something along the lines of the comedy store would like you to know that the words <laughs> and opinions expressed by the comedians and its artists do not reflect those of the they comedy totally store. They totally leave you guys out to yeah. fucking, they fucking yep. hate us. It sounds like the beginning of like an episode of Cheers. So like, <laughs> <laughs> the comedy store podcast is filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> it's that tone. It's we do great. not endorse or stand <laughs> yeah. by any of the opinions of our comedians. <laughs> if Rick Ingram calls for someone to be run over with a car, that is that strictly. Is his that opinion. <laughs> I used to, whenever I'd see him in the room, I'd call it out on stage. And people would be like, aren't you worried he's going to do something? I'd be like, he loves it. He yeah. just loves it. Oh, like, yeah. oh, see that fat, sweaty lawyer back there? That's the comedy <laughs> store's lawyer, so everyone. terrible. And he'd be like with, you know, a Russian hooker. He'd be like, whoa, this is my buddy Rick. <laughs> oh, we are not friends, you <laughs> disgusting <laughs> pig of a man. 
<laughs> He's always busting my balls. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh. I mean he's cool. But yeah, we had to have the disclaimer because we've gotten some trouble. So if there's anybody you want to talk shit about, you can say it because yeah, wow. nobody can get in trouble for it. No, yeah, that's how it always is. That's erase, how every erase, podcast erase. is. That's why you don't need a disclaimer. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I agree. That's so that's funny. Yeah, well we're we got no one was so. listening. No one was listening, and they weren't like. So Bullshit. the comedy store thinks that they should run someone over. They knew who was saying it. Me. Yeah, we were. Me. It was my opinion. Yeah, and, and just it's the because right one. I didn't want to sleep with PJ, people got pissed off. Hey, that's bullshit. Don't ever say my name. Period. <laughs> I said podcast. it was disgusting if you sleep with him, and he freaked out. He really on the air? Yeah. No, he wasn't. Was oh, he wasn't, he wasn't on the air. No, no there was no boat oars around. I he, took. He <laughs> sent a text message. I reminded. I told him to come on and tell those stories. He he sent a text message to me, Eleanor, and Tripoli that was like, <laughs> "If you ever mention my name again on your podcast, I'm going to punch you in the face." And then that, right after that, it says, "PJ has left this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here." I didn't know. I'm writing him back. I'm like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he he can't see it. It's He's just like, us. Uh, no, it's just us. Now. And then Tripoli's like, "You can leave a text." conversation what the fuck is going on oh yeah we were all freaked out but yeah we i find a way to i find a way out of everything i can do it we were just telling funny stories like stupid shit that's happened around and just so their name came in their names happened to come in it wasn't terrible of course they just got what if my parents listen to that and that's the thing with like you know pj and you know everyone there's some fucking great stories absolutely and even like jimmy pid and the way that i think that there's a certain love here at the comedy store in which it's like you know if i saw any of those guys you know anyone here if i found my biggest if i found my worst enemy here like getting beat up in an alleyway you know what i mean i'd go save them because this place is you know there's brotherhood yeah Yeah. it's our fucked up little misfit toy land yeah and even the ones that are more misfitty than the others Mm -hmm. it's like hey it's better to be a part of it than yeah you know it's just cool i think (laughs) people forget that sometimes did you ever do the pid cast You did it right while he was sipping. I forgot. Oh, my God. Did you? I think that I was, like, supposed to or something. If you were in Buffalo, he he would always, hey, I'm going to get all the guys to do the PIDcast. Renazizi and I did it. Danish and O'Neill destroyed him on it. I remember you and Renazizi doing it. What was the thing again? He goes, (laughs) he gets it done. He does the interview with just one microphone in the middle of a room. (laughs) He puts, yo, there, I'm going to need to swing this around to you. When when you want to talk, just raise your hand. He starts, he puts a, a pillow. He puts a, he puts jazz, a jazz record on in the background. Steve's like, what are you doing? He's like, there's always music playing on, on the PIDcast. Perfect. And so then he's like, he, he's asking questions and it's great. It's like, all right, so you, you filmed a league in Chicago. And Steve's like, no, we film in LA. No, you don't. I saw it on, the, on TV at Soldier Field. He's like, are you familiar with exterior shots? I don't know what that means. I just know you film it in Chicago. <laughs> oh, my so fucking we're just dying. God. And we're like giving him all this shit. And we film for like an hour and a half. And then Steve's like, where do you release this? Oh, I don't release them. <laughs> Shut up. It was like his no. own private collection of just he keeps cassettes of the PIDcast. Oh, maybe someday I'll release them like once the demand is up. Yeah, dude, one day when everybody else has a podcast, uh, I'm just going to uh, have this uh, gold mine that I'm saying. <laughs> Can we remake Strange Brew with just PID and oh, PID? Oh, it'd be beautiful. Two PIDs? Because that's hey, what it's reminding me of. The way take off. Oh, is that it? an old reference for you, Tony? I'm sorry. Do you ever hear of it? No. Strange Brew, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. 
It's it was, really good. It was like two second city dudes. It was just silly. They basically make a movie about how Canadians. retarded Canadians are and how much they love beer. I knew Rick would know it because he hates Canadians. Yeah. So it's exciting. Yeah. I almost <laughs> threw up after I drank my chocolate milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I was supposed to do the podcast. I really want you to do it. The, one of the best and days. And then I want uh, you to teach him how to upload well, it. He, and get he doesn't. It out. Yeah. He doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. He, his, his upload speed is just slightly <laughs> slower than ours. <laughs> six years. <laughs> I, it's I remember, six years versus six hours. I saw him <laughs> posting on Facebook. It was like, hey, sorry to anyone who's excited, but no more Pidcast. I'm canceling <laughs> it. And I'm like, no one has ever heard it. And there was like one like. All these people oh, were commenting out like, oh, I never got to hear one. And what happened? Oh, yeah, too late now. You missed it. <laughs> missed the boat. Um, all right, where can they find you on social yeah, media? So, oh, you got uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. I'm doing like a really big uh, stand-up tour, actually, oh, is good. the main thing that's going on. I'm basically doing the road continuously, continuously, and it's the Monster Energy Outbreak Tour, and that's, oh, that's especially the whole month of August. I'm doing rock clubs and uh, small theaters all across the country, a couple big theaters, too, House of Blues, Cleveland, Gramercy Theater in New York, a lot of fun stuff, Aladdin Theater in Portland. So if you're anywhere around the country, I'm definitely coming near you. So that's all at TonyHinchcliffe.com. All those tour dates are up now. Perfect. Some other ones coming up soon, like Austin, Texas, that isn't on there yet. Cap City. But um, so that's all at Tony Hinchcliffe. And I'm Tony Hinchcliffe on everything on Twitter and Instagram. But, and Kill uh, Tony is a great podcast. We have yeah. fun every Monday here. June's going to be four years of us doing that wow. show. We're at 213 Crazy hour and a half long live episodes kill tony is taped in front of a live studio audience <laughs> and for real did you need ari to say that we'll get a disclaimer yeah. we'll record something and send it over to the kill tony production yeah. people yeah. please don't tell though. anyone that uh that podcast has been taping out of here without a disclaimer for four years <laughs> <laughs> well, you're lucky he's your lawyer otherwise yeah, right you would have been handled just don't mention certain names yeah and, and when I fine. say he's my lawyer, I mean like every once in a great while when there's a contract. A problem yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. It's I assume like, that's how everyone is. How yeah. many people are, are just like, you know. Hey, got... David, just checking in. <laughs> it's the best. No um, all right. Well, thanks for being on, man. I love you. you. I love you guys. You two are like, you know, such amazing big brothers and sisters to me at this well, place. Yes. And I love you guys lady. so much. You, you're the, you were the first nice lady <laughs> to him. Ari Manis is unbelievable. Sitting over there. Look at over there, just creeping. Thank you guys. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Come to the comedy store, see a show, go see Tony all across America. Please. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye.